It's a podcast. It's also a gun. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Geekening Podcast. I am Will, the second time hosting one of these interviews. And my guest, would you please introduce yourself? Hello, uh, my name is Chaos, otherwise known as Abnormal Chaos, and I animate across the internet. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Um, animations, you know, in itself is cool, you know? Yeah, of course. All right. So that really gets rid of the first question of, for those who don't know you, who are you and what do you do? You're Abnormal Chaos, and you do yeah. animation. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty straightforward uh, yeah, when, you, when you think about it. I, I, I'm an animator. I do storyboards and character design. Uh, I'm on YouTube, TikTok. Mainly people know me from TikTok. Uh, but, you know, just uh, simply put, like, I, I animate. <laughs> All right. Uh, question two I have on my list. Uh, what was the moment that made you go, yes, I want to do animation? Well. I've kind of always wanted to do animation just growing up. Like I never really had like, I guess I want to say a push uh, to really start by doing that because um, I grew up in a relatively small town where I am. Uh, and the college I was going to, uh, going to go to right after high school didn't actually offer any kind of animation program. Uh, I was uh, going to do what I was just good at at that point was graphic design and I went into college doing that um, it wasn't until like I had that push where I started to just uh, make small animation uh, flipbook style uh, videos on TikTok when it was just becoming TikTok from Musical.ly um, that I saw really massive success that it just kind of pushed me to work on it on my own and uh, study it on my own. So my experience when it comes to animation is self-taught uh, and it's all basically either myself learning or YouTube or asking from friends or mutuals, anything like that. Okay, that's really interesting that you were home taught really when it comes to animation. I usually uh, get that a lot. <laughs> hey. That just means that everyone thinks it's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, who inspired you to go into animation? Well, uh, I mean, I can say as much as everyone else says when it comes to like uh, watching television as a kid, you know, because you're just like you watch um, those cartoons every Saturday morning or maybe you watch like Disney Channel or so some other like massive network. And as a kid, you're like, some kids just watch cartoons and they go, ah, oh, this is so cool. And then other kids are like, I want to do that. <laughs> and that was one of those kids that said, I want to do that. Uh, so like, <laughs> uh, eventually, like it got to the point where um, I ended up teaching myself, but um, it didn't make me think uh, to go onto TikTok uh, and start posting there until I saw like people like my friends uh, that I will eventually that I would eventually meet in the future, uh, like Tutti McNudie and uh, like a, a Beanie Babe, who is another uh, TikTok animator. Like they were making a bunch of uh, they were making a bunch of uh, like small videos that I event I eventually would end up making um, in very similar format. And then slowly but surely, we all developed their own style. 
uh, and we're very, very e easily distinguishable. But I thought that was such a, a cool way to see our growth. <laughs> yeah, that is a cool way to see your growth. And that makes me want to ask a question that's not on my list, if you don't mind. And how would you describe your style of animation? Well, I am a 2D animator. Um, and I, like, for those who may not know, I use the Adobe Suite uh, to animate my work. Um, and it wasn't always that way. When I started off, I was just using my regular drawing application uh, to just draw every frame uh, quotes <laughs> that I needed. Uh, where I would take my phone as TikTok was formatted and start recording my screen with my phone and use my pen and you can see my hand moving around uh like on the screen moving my frames around uh whenever i needed them uh and that's how it started and then eventually it got to the point where i started to not show the pen or the hand in in frame at all i found a way to get rid of that then i eventually got to the point where i could just upload pre-existing animations into the app itself so it wasn't recorded through TikTok anymore at all. Um, and then that's when I switched to animation pro programs like Adobe Animate, and I started learning actual um, animation uh, formatting. Uh, I knew a little bit uh, to start with because I loved making flip books with like post-it notes and stuff, but I actually never studied it. Um, so eventually it like took me some time to get the hang of it, but I started um, adding color. I started adding uh, extra characters. I started adding more frames and everything was becoming a lot cleaner instead of just a sketchy, um, like, I guess I would say chicken scratch drawing. Um, it became a lot more polished um, as time went on. And I wanna say that was a um, an area of literally maybe half a year, like six months, because I started in January, 2019, I was fully animated by at least May um, wow. and like polishing from there. And obviously my style has changed like ever since then. And I think it's like, obviously the most polished it's ever been right now. <laughs> but um, I, I definitely think a lot of that growth was right in the beginning. It was very exponential, you know? Yeah, which it is great to see people have exponential growth like that because as a fan of animation myself, I love to see it when people succeed at what they love to do. You yeah, know? I, I definitely agree with that because my intention when it came to posting it on TikTok was never really for the growth. The growth was just an added factor that kind of made me keep posting, you know? Uh, I was just like, oh, be like people like to see that I'm doing this. And I'm like, okay. So it wasn't like I was really uh, strategizing for a demographic at that point at the beginning. Uh, and I mean, like granted I do, um, it's just, it's not, it wasn't really my main focus and it still isn't like the main focus of a lot of what I do. It's more or less, I love making videos. I love making animations and I love working on this kind of stuff. And I want to show that I love making it by the passion that goes into it. And I feel like that always shines through when people watch uh, my animation is that you can tell that I like doing it and I really love doing it. Yeah, like, again, from an outside perspective, looking in on your work, I can tell that you enjoy doing it. And it's, again, it's great to see content creators enjoying the content they create. Yeah. Um, another question I got, uh, what's your favorite thing about animation? 
my favorite thing about animation well you really open the door with that one <laughs> i'm just hey, like we got time I was like, hmm. yeah <laughs> we got we got time but i also just like oh, god like my favorite thing about animation um i mean i guess in the process right um there's a pipeline when it comes to like how to make a complete animation and my favorite like uh, job, I guess, or position when it comes to the animation pipeline would be storyboard artist. And that's what I eventually uh, dream of getting hired in is storyboard work because storyboarding for those who don't know um, is the, the planning of like the staging, the composition, um, how the scene will play out visually before any animation work is really done. So it's like the first step to the visuals um, besides the script. Um, and because I love, um, cause coming from the graphic design, graphic design background, I love, uh, like framing, uh, shots and camera work. I did take some like side classes of film while I was in college. And I just, I love the idea of making film, uh, and just planning out the video and making it very cinematic and very moving to really invoke that emotion that you really want to capture with your audience. Like that interests me a lot. And I love the storyboarding process. Um, and I showcase a lot of my storyboards um, to uh, social media as well. So you can see like what the process looks like um, with my work and some of my client work that I do uh, where I just like, uh, I talk about how it's, um, how I loved making the movement for this animation. I love how having the plan, that sort of thing, even if it was handed off to another animator, I'm like, oh, I love how, I love how I planned that. It, it felt so uh, validating, I guess. And it, it, it makes me feel like I'm really part of it, you know? Yeah. But that also opened a gate for a question I didn't even think of, but what is, or not is, what was, or could be is, I don't know if you're working on anything right now, uh, but what setup made you go, yes, I love how I framed this. This is perfect. Uh, just in general? Yeah, just in general with work that you've done that made you go, yes, the positioning for this is perfect. The design for this is perfect. I think if, if I can feel the emotion that I am wanting, like uh, my audience, I guess I would say, um, to feel in that point moment then the first step is done for me like I feel it like this scene is either intense it's calm it's um it's getting me interested like it's it's one of the other um you know like it's just it, it captures the right emotion and it gets me asking the right questions uh if I were to watch this like without knowing what it is you know and then if I were to because obviously when you finish um your work you show it to other people for feedback and we have and I work on many teams, I would show it to other uh, team members and they would go like, oh, that's so cool. Like it, I definitely get what you're trying to go for. And like, that always makes me feel like very, very nice just seeing that audience reaction, whether or not be someone that's really close or someone that's just on social media. Um, when I see those comments flow where it's just like, uh, like, oh, that's that scene was awesome. It was so intense or something like, I'm just, yes, yay. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy that that's what you got. <laughs> yay. <laughs> it always makes me super happy because like so many people are very engaging online to talk about this sort of stuff. And I guess like that's my key demographic as of today, where it's not just me as a content creator making animation. I got animation buffs. 
in my demographic and I love that because they can talk about it I'm like yes like I'm glad you see that <laughs> yeah like with that demographic you can really bounce ideas off of each other exactly and I love that about them but what is one step in the animation process that makes you go you like I don't really like doing this but I know I have to do it to get it done I guess it's um <laughs> I guess this will hit a lot of people like nail on the head um is that like sometimes uh you lose track of time very very easily <laughs> uh, <laughs> everyone's like oh my god you have no idea uh people with adhd were just we're just looking at the clock like what <laughs> like when did that happen um but basically like and i have my ways of uh going about uh, never losing track of my time anymore. Uh, where it's like I have a I have a work timer that's like on my computer to specifically track how much time I take, so I just know how um, fast or how slow I've been. But it's just easy to just lose track of time because you can get so lost and immersed in it. And it's not a bad thing. It's I don't hate the fact that I love doing what I do. It's where I get lost in it. I hate the fact that like sometimes if I focus in a little too hard and hyperfixate on it that I will just get lost, you know? And like suddenly it's uh, 4 a.m. on a Monday evening and I and I didn't want that to happen. I wanted to go to sleep, you know? Right, like I think with that call out, it also hit a bit close to home too. It hits everyone I, close to home. It's such a generalized statement. Yeah, because if I'm working on a project that I really like, I'm like, okay, gotta get it done, gotta get it done. Suddenly I look at the clock and I'm like, and I forgot about lunch. That's just how passion <laughs> projects feel, you know? Like you yeah. just keep working on it. And you're just like, oh, this will be so good. Oh, this will be so good. I just got to add this. I just got to add that. Like, and suddenly it's just in the middle of the night. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, well, I guess I'll sleep. And then it's like, when you wake up, it's like, okay, I got to keep working on it. Like, <laughs> like you're just you're doing nothing else and it's like did you eat yet uh probably like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah um what is your favorite animation that you've made and why i always get that question right where it's like um like what do you think is like your key best work i mean like i always put like i guess the most visually interesting because you know i'm like storyboard art that's what i want to showcase i want to show like what's most visually interesting right. in my demo reel in my portfolio in my portfolio excuse me um but um i like everyone's like but what's the one thing that like you've like loved to make or like what's the one video that was like the best out of them all i'm like if that if i said like I had one then that would mean that like in my mind that I've peaked and I don't think I've peaked yet I can do a lot <laughs> um and I really want to keep going uh and I want to make uh even like better than what I've ever done before kind of work and it's hard for me to ever say it's like this is the best thing I've ever worked on it's like it's the it's the most ambitious thing that I've done I'm just like yeah well I still have more ideas you know yeah um because i do show all of my um work that i'm like i'm super proud of because like there's a lot of stuff that i've done uh because i work on my stuff but i also work on um different youtube teams like uh the amazing uh illumation rushlight invader the game grumps hey, um there's wow. so many yeah there's so many people that i work for right now 
Um, and I showcase a lot of their work. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy that I got to be a part of this. Like, look at this scene. The scene was so cool. And like, there are like ones when it comes to that kind of work where it's like, that scene was awesome. I'm happy that I was the one that got to work on that scene, you know? Right. Um, but like, that still doesn't mean that um, I'm not going to keep doing that. You know, and that's what's the hardest thing to answer about that question is like, I don't have like the one, the one thing that I think is like the best piece of work that I've ever done. You know, like I, that would be an answer that pen, that is pending, you know? Right, because I like how you said that if I had the best, that would have meant I already peaked. I think yeah. like that is a point of view. I think more people need to take. Yeah, because a lot of people kind of lose that confidence in themselves where it's like they love doing what they do. And they said, like, this is the best thing I've ever worked on. And like, if you were to follow up that statement, it's like, I can never do anything as good as that, you know, yeah. like anymore. And I was like, but it's like, you did that. You can most certainly do that again. Like, it may take some time. Like, obviously you have to grow back up to it. It's not like everything that you work on, the next thing afterward is going to be better than the last. It fluctuates, but it's just, you can't imagine that I'm never going to reach this state again, because then that pushes you downhill. And that's never a good way to go. You have to imagine that you will definitely go back uphill at a certain point in time, because otherwise it will seem like it, it's a drag at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like, not only, like, this, I'm using an example that I can use because I've been through it. Mm -hmm. And that's also some of the articles I've written for All Ages of Geek. I don't expect the next one to be better, but I expect to improve. And I think I can see that improvement, which is great. Yeah. Like that doesn't like just apply to me as like a a storyboard artist. It applies to everyone in the animation pipeline. And it applies to writers. It applies to musicians. It applies to everyone doing any kind of creative work. Right. Like it's just your best work. Like shouldn't be viewed as all that you'll do that will be the best. You know, it's like you'll make more work that like along the line you'll be just as proud of. You know. Yeah, and um, I did not know that you were part of some animation teams, like with Illimations, the Amazing, and the Game Grumps. So this yeah. question, I'm just pulling out of the blue. Go for um, it. We have time. <laughs> yeah, we, again, yeah, again, we have time. Uh, what is it like working on those animation teams? It was very interesting when that, like, how all that started, because in that order... That's who I started to work for. I started to work for the Amazing first, um, Illumination, and then I eventually like uh, met with the Game Grumps and Rushlight Invader, all those like all, all those other people down the line. But Maz started it because what had happened was I was making stuff for TikTok uh, in 2019, and I decided to make alternate social media accounts than TikTok, like Instagram, Twitter, all the the whole the whole deal, um, like literally in March, two months later, like when I had just started. And when I had done that, um, people started to pop up every now and then because um, 
like a lot of uh, the animators in the beginning, they didn't have TikTok, but they got word from like YouTube compilations of TikTok. And apparently my work was seen. And when I made that Twitter account, I immediately got followed by Moz and uh, Alyssa from Illumination. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. <laughs> I, was, I couldn't like, imagine that. I was like, okay. I didn't, I didn't think I had that much of a pull. Whoa. <laughs> like, I, didn't, I, I got so like, I was starstruck at first because like, I, like that was the first time that had ever happened to me where I was just like, I know this person that just followed me. This is crazy. You know, like, because yeah. TikTok, it's like, it's a new format of animation. So you're getting a lot of new faces and you're just like, oh, wow, you're, you're doing really well for yourself. That's the feeling. But if, if someone that you've been watching like on YouTube and maybe you've looked up to at certain points, like randomly starts uh, following you on social media, you're just like, that's a different feeling. You know, it's, it's I, like, whoa, I did not expect that. Like, yeah, you know, I, uh, I eventually, oh yeah, keep going. Uh, no, no, you go ahead, give the guest. No, yeah, of course, no, but like it, we're, we're going back and forth. I, I definitely in, invite the discussion. Yeah, and uh, plus it's nice that we're having this back and forth. Yeah, and it's um, so when I got them like in my um Twitter following, like we had our direct messages open at that point. So I started talking to both of them. I'm like, "Hi, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going on?" And like, and basically just like, "Hey, like I saw your saw your TikToks. Like, I really great stuff. Like." Moz actually saw my TikToks through Sultan Sketches, and he's also a really big, um, uh, I, I would say, storytime animator as well on YouTube. Um, he does more of a visual novel uh, style of hmm. uh, storytime animation, and I think it's really cool. Um, but he was just like, oh, he showed it to me. I'm like, oh, so he knows who I am too? And it's just like, yeah, animators talk to each other. And I'm just like, yeah, it's a given, but like, I just... Yeah all of you like <laughs> i was just like everyone like eventually like i learned a lot of people knew who i was and i was like that's that's crazy that's awesome i'm i'm so happy like that you guys like my stuff um and then eventually like i want to say a long way down down the line we uh talk to each other a lot more he uh gets me on discord uh we talk in voice call for like a while um and then eventually in March or April of 2020, I think it's April, um, he eventually puts out, I think it's in March, he releases this video where at the end of the video, he has a casting call for different animators and storyboard artists and this and that and this and that. Um, and randomly, because of the fact that I had nothing else to do because something in the world just happened <laughs> where, I, where, <laughs> I, where, I where I couldn't leave my home. Uh, um, I was just like, I have a lot of free time right now. So I probably am just going to text him. And I did. And I didn't email him. I didn't make it formal at all. I just was like, hey, um, if you need extra help with uh, storyboarding, because I want to get into the, the more storyboarding stuff, um, I am 100% down to help. Like, and then he texted back almost immediately. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, that'd be great. And I was like, oh, oh okay. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, what, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And he's just like, oh, just uh, send me an email and send me like um, a few like uh, portfolio pieces or whatever. Like TikToks are perfectly fine. 
like I just like make it make it at least a little formal. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so I sent I the email, and I can and I <laughs> I will eventually show this, but basically the email just says hi Moz, and then like uh, less than sign three, like like for a heart. It just <laughs> hi Moz, and then uh, an MP4 file that just says portfolio or something, <laughs> and it's just tiktoks that you can see the um the side by side of because i edit i quickly edited it together for the purpose of just having it for moz i wasn't planning on like posting it anywhere i ended up posting social media too so you can see this too it's like my early 2020 um demo reel where it just showcases tiktoks and that's it um and after i sent that in it was literally like maybe a day or two after he was like, like i i texted him just like hey, I just want to double check that you got that email. Like, I hope I sent you to the right one. Uh, and then he was just like, oh yeah, like, thank you for doing that. I, I saw it, by the way. I'm going to send you like some some like test work uh, to, to just like uh, see if you can like, you know, do the job in my style sort of thing. And this was like, this is all the like hiring process uh, when it comes to like, I guess indie animators, but this is also what some like professional industries would do where they shortlist you for the purpose of, I want to see what you would do if I were to give you an assignment, you know? So he gave me like a small piece of audio. He's like, storyboard this. Um, and then he gave us a week of time. I did it the day he handed it to me and I gave it to, I gave it back to him in like a few hours. <laughs> I was so excited to just work on it. And I gave it to him and he's just like, it's like, okay, cool. Like, this is awesome. I really love this. Um, I have to work on looking through everyone else um i'll send you uh an email later and I'm, and i'm just like okay cool and then like right after i said that he's like you're hired i just want to do it formally <laughs> <I'm> like, okay <laughs> just like he was very sweet and he was very excited because like this was also the start of his like growing of a team and i was just like oh like I'm just like, this is so cool. And I feel so cool for being on like an animation team. Like this is like dream come true. Like I've always wanted to have a job in animation and it, and I'm still working for him. It's been a year, year and a half Wow. Um, ever since then. Like that was, yeah, that was April when I was hired and it's September of this year. Sorry, the date, the, this podcast, but you know, <laughs> but um, hey, it's yeah. fine to date it. But like, uh, but basically um from that point i started working on youtube stuff and tiktok stuff at the same time where it was like tiktok was a very short fast-paced formatting program where it was like 15 seconds is your time to make a joke it was very similar to how vine was kind of structured mm -hmm. where you're just like how do i make people laugh in a matter of a few seconds you know um and then when it came to youtube I was given the ability to slow down, you know, because I had a few minutes um, like to really push a joke if I really wanted to. And he would give me storyboards that were like not even too long, maybe like 30 to 45 seconds um, just to start me off. Uh, and then eventually as time went on, I got more of a minute two minutes, three minutes, like this got longer in time because he was like, I want you to, I want you to just like develop that story. And I want you to be able to push those jokes that you want to make. And also here are the notes that I need that like have done in these storyboards. And he would just let me know whenever that would, uh, like whenever he would have his own instruction. But other than that, it was pretty like, 
he was like, you are, you are the storyboard artist. Like, I love seeing how you uh, plan things out. Um, and then later down that year, um, I got a text from Alyssa and Alyssa, I didn't like, she didn't put that out, out any casting call at all. Right. She just texted me saying, Hey, you storyboard, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can see um, where this is going. You see where it's going. I'm just like, yes. Eyes emoji on discord. Um, where I'm just like, Ooh, like, yeah. Do you need storyboard work done? I have free time. And then she's like, yes, I do. Can, do you have time to work? Like, like to work on like some storyboards of mine. And I was coming from like an animation team with Moz where it was like, maybe I want to say 10 to 15 people um, where the work was divided. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'd be down the work for, for you. Liz. I was like, like she was my friend at this point. Like we've been hanging out for a while. Um, and, uh, then when she invites me into like her team, she has me meet everyone. There's five people there, including herself. <laughs> like, I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. So are there any other storyboards? And she's like, no, that's your job. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So from going to like one to two minute, like storyboards, I went to seven to eight because of the fact that I was storyboarding the entire video for her. <laughs> and I thought yeah. like, that's a leap, <laughs> but yeah. also, let's go. Like I got a lot, I got a lot of work done. Um, and doing this while also doing my own TikTok. <laughs> like, so like, that's how like I got those. Um, and that was all within the same year. And that was crazy to me. Cause like I started that year, um, obviously, you know, outside, <laughs> like doing stuff, uh, like uh, the year 2020 where I was doing a few day jobs at a time so I could go to college. So I had a lot on my plate already. And then I ended the, the year not going to college anymore, uh, not like having any of those day jobs and instead working from home in a field that I've been wanting to work in for so long and never thought I would get there for at least another two or three years. Like that was insane. Yeah. Like, that, was, that was such a year. <laughs> like, and I was just like, okay bad bad situation yes but also whoa <laughs> you know um like so a lot of it kind of hit me at once where it's just like that really just happened okay like let okay let's keep let's keep this going and like later on i eventually uh i make more friends in the animation community um i end up like work I end up either working on the team of, or I end up helping out on like a uh, little uh, snippets of uh, videos, like every here and there, um, credited of course. Uh, but then I eventually got me to the point where I um, got in contact with the Game Grumps and now I'm in a few Game Grumps collabs. Um, so that's been my recent work with them. Uh, I mean, I have more work planned, but, but it's, it's nothing I can talk about yet. <laughs> oh so it is some nice nda level stuff maybe i just can't i can't talk too much hey, because like some I'm of it might be push. yeah some of it might be stuff that i'm planning some of it might be stuff that they're planning we don't we're not gonna say you know yeah and i don't want you to say because i would of hate course, to have a guest get in trouble because of me i feel so you're not guilty. trying to push anything no you, you don't have to worry about me getting in trouble this is off of my own like i want to surprise you sort of thing <laughs> you know hey i want to be surprised yeah of course so 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 yeah like um 
that like I, I guess that's like really the um the image of how um I started working for other animation teams like other than just my own work um because like I guess during the whole the thing that happened in 2020 um I needed to find work because you know like being at home I couldn't go back to my day job like it was unfortunate because I like what some of my family um is not able to be exposed to that like at all because they um uh I guess the word would be immunocompromised uh where like we like we should just not risk anything so we were just like we're not going out we're ordering everything from the store like online uh like you're just going to be at home and so I couldn't go to a job unless it was at my desk so I guess it was just the the turning point of where like I had to start thinking very critically about like how I strategized my career at that point you know so I ended up just saying well if I can't do it in college I'm just going to build my portfolio from home and eventually it just got me work you know yeah and as you said a bit before uh, there's a lot of reasons we could say what a year about 2020. <laughs> oh yeah, there's but, plenty. <laughs> um, with this conversation, I think I don't have to ask uh, what my next question was going to be, and it was just simply why do you enjoy animation? And I think we found out why. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. there's like that is such a like spiderweb of an answer where it's it like the root is just why do you enjoy animation i'm like i can give you a bubble chart like as to why i enjoy animation and i could um, hear a bubble chart yeah exactly it's just there's i have so much that goes through my head as to like why i love doing what i do and um the fact that i've made so many friends and i have such a very lovely community that not only is uh, accepting of who i am but a but accepting of who, what I want to do like and that's a whole other conversation like being an accepting community out of all of it because like I guess a lot of people online uh depending on who they are where their what their background is or maybe just like they're afraid of coming out of the closet like that's a really big conversation like I guess there's not a lot of like um supports in one's mind to believe that they are not alone right because right. I was doing it without that idea in mind with like pushing back the fear that I would be a, the only person of like I guess of me you know like to like really put myself out there like that but I was going into it with like an anonymity of like no one knows my face no one knows my name uh, no one knows anything about me. They just see my work and they want to appreciate it. Eventually came the time where I was just very straightforward with like, this is who I am. Like, this is what I do. Uh, like, and this is like my background. And he, like, because people started like, they were curious about who I was. And that made me feel very, uh, it, it made me feel very um, like uh, warm hearted. And I was, it was very validated in that moment. I felt very nice. <laughs> the fact that um, my community wanted to connect with me in that level. Yeah, it, it is nice when communities want to connect like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I honestly enjoy hearing those stories, you know, like, yeah. And it kind of does make sense. 
facts for why, let's just call a spade a spade. Uh, we nerds of animation get along <laughs> so well because to some people, yeah, we're the outcasts. Like it's, it can be like from every perspective, like it just feels like in some way you will just be judged, right? right? And like whether or not like you like do really, um, I guess, prestigious work or maybe you're starting from the bottom. Um, like I, either way, it's hard to really have that confidence in yourself to say that I did this, you know? Because yeah. like, yeah. what if it immediately gets shot down? Because like, like, and that's like where a lot of people step, take a step back um, because they're just like, I don't know what the result of this, of this will be. But like, I guess the most realist way to look at it is that it's like, there will be people out there and there, like that, there will be people out there that are very harsh, that are very critical, but you can't let those um, opinions shine through, because like the people who really love your work, they should shine through, and you can see that obviously a lot more people love what you do rather than the people that like maybe have an opinion against it. Like there will be a lot more of those people. Um, like it's just you have to kind of kick yourself out the door and say, just do it. Because a lot of the time people back out from an opportunity that like could have been amazing for them, you know? And I always try to say, just like, like, please put work out there. I want to see art from other creators and I want to see like how they take uh, different perspectives and different prompts. Um, because like there's so many people that out there that are really creative but they just never get into it because they lack that confidence in themselves and that's what I get into with, with my YouTube video that's out right now like I I touch on it but I don't get into it as much as I really wanted to and I want to make another video capitalizing on this specific topic where people just need to push themselves out the door they can't just um, say, I'm just gonna fine tune it so much that eventually it'll be done. And then when it's done, I will be 90 years old. And it's <laughs> the only thing that I've worked on my entire life. And I will be so sad. <laughs> like right. there's so many, like it, it's like, and I'm referencing John Mulaney when I said that, like I hold all my emotions right here. <laughs> but uh, like, it's just like, it, if, if you put out the work that you have now, even though you know it's imperfect, then the next project, just make it a little bit more perfect, right? Because right. at that point, it's like, you're growing at that point. You're able to identify what was quote unquote in your mind wrong with it. Um, but like the next project you grow and you're just like, I would do that differently now. And then you do it differently. <laughs> And then it works out better. And then you point out another thing. And that's just how projects go. You find out something that you can improve upon. And you keep going, and you grow. Like, and that, like, that's the biggest part about putting your work out there because confidence suddenly is shot through the roof when you have that sort of perspective on your work. Right, and I also agree that I wouldn't exactly call it, um, getting yourself out the door uh, because one of my favorite animated movies is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I would say the same. 
Yeah. From an animation standpoint, storytelling standpoint, eventually in your life, yeah, you do have to make, take that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. That is and, a direct quote in my video as well. And I don't think anyone caught it. Oh, <laughs> but, um, that's a shame. Yeah, I was just like, it's just a leap of faith. And like, no one really caught it at that point. It's like, I was quoting Spider-Verse and like, no one, <laughs> no one really took it noticing that until but i hey, about it i took I like, notice uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah like an example i can think of since we're bouncing off your example and my example now which hey that's cool yeah um if i didn't take a leap of faith with all ages of geek i wouldn't be interviewing you right now yeah exactly like and yeah keep going this is just like cool to me, because you are the first animator I really interviewed. <laughs> well, I, I am I am honored. <laughs> like hey, be, and I'm honored that you quickly responded. Because I was just like, you know, oh, they're going to respond eventually. No, no, same day. <laughs> yeah, same day response. Because, like, I actively am looking for more opportunities for both myself and for, like, people that do have questions that like i can give proper answers like i i love i i love doing stuff like this like being on podcasts i was on the voice chat podcast with moz um and we just talked about tiktok animation for an hour but like uh, you know obviously because we're friends um like i'm also friends with laddie and rush who are also on the voice chat podcast uh, we ended up talking about video games for a little bit of it too, but like it was just because we knew each other already. It was kind of hard to uh, remember that it's like, oh yeah, there's an audience listening to us. They probably don't know how much we hang out in the meantime, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so so we, we were talking about video games, and I was like, ah, oh, oh, we should talk about animation. We talk about animation. Yeah. Um, but like, now. I love, I love getting to be in opportunities like this, and it made me very excited when I got your email. I was just like, ooh. Oh, this is good. I love this. Okay, cool. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is cool. Let's do this. We were yeah. both like, yes, this is cool. <laughs> we were very we were very quick to respond to each other. And like we eventually like we it like while we're recording this podcast, we were emailing each other this morning. That is when we started talking. <laughs> yeah, we started this morning as of recording. Which, yeah <laughs> quickest that's ever happened I, I think that is the most professional that like we've been with our emails it is we're just like just like just like hi i want to interview you and it's like hi let's do it today okay uh 5 p.m 5 p.m cool that's <laughs> just like let's go yeah but now number question eight this can be as deep as you want or not it's all up to you okay um what does animation mean to you yeah that that, that, that could definitely be a deep, very deep question and answer huh <laughs> yeah. yeah and whether you want to um, make it deep that's all up to you well it's more or less what i was getting into with um why i love to do um animation storyboarding um design all of the creative aspects of my work is just the emotions that they provoke and it's just what um the audience at that point will feel once they take a look at your work it's all about that for me and it's all about the story that you tell 
because like you can have like something that was not necessarily meaningless but more like i did this just for fun i had no intention on telling a story with it but it told a story to someone no matter what like it like when you show a piece of creative work to someone they walk away with something no matter what and like it's whatever you want that message to be like that's what i try and emphasize when it comes to um saying i like doing storyboard work because every time i do storyboards i have an intention on like this is the feeling this is the emotion this is the story that i'm telling right now because like if you walk away with a different emotion then maybe the rest of the scene or maybe the rest of the video the the episode the movie whatever i'm working on at that point maybe it doesn't like follow through exactly how that emotion should have been delivered you know like it's all about how you um lead your audience behind you saying just like uh like right here in this moment you should feel happy right here in this moment this is the sad moment right here there's a very high suspense like it's all about um what kind of story you want to tell right in that moment you know and uh it's all storytelling and i love storytelling like if i could just like put all the um creative uh creative jobs in an industry of like the animation pipeline together i would just say it's storytelling it's all about how you tell a story with your work and your creative work and how you show it to someone you know and like even with ways that we have like uh tiktok youtube um and like the editing programs that we have uh whether you're editing video you're animating you're drawing just illustrations just like still images um everything that you work on like it tells a story because of how it was crafted and everyone in the creative industry can kind of get a sense of that like you as a writer me as an animator storyboard artist all the, all the stuff um everyone listening even if they just do pencil drawings in school they want to tell a story and that's what art is to us is we we tell people a story and we tell people this is the emotion you should be feeling when i show it to you you know and that's where i and that's where i think it's like if you were to ask me like what does it mean to me uh when it comes to animation it's the emotion it's the story that i want to tell you know yeah um again this one not written down off the cuff what are some of your favorite animated shows some of my favorite animated shows are ex do exactly that where i want to return to it because i want to hear the rest of the story right because there are a lot of uh animated shows that just get me on the animation and how it looks alone because i love visuals i'm a very visual learner and um that's how i that 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 it will always uh draw me in if you have a strong visual sense but the shows that i i really look up to and shows that make me go i want to make something like that because it is a dream of mine to become a showrunner are shows that like that really push their story and they really want it to have a very powerful message behind anything um 
so like for a lot of people like adventure time in this modern age was a lot of people's favorite show to watch because it just had an overarching adventure that you can always come back to and something new was happening that was related to what was happening before like a lot of times i see um series of cartoons that are just made for the purpose of being cartoons um where if you think of like a tom and jerry episode right or a spongebob episode you can watch any episode in any order it doesn't matter which order you watch in it's just a standalone episode it's filler and that can that's not necessarily a bad thing either that just means that it's very easily watchable from any point in time and anyone can get into it and that's a really good thing um, when it comes to both networking, animation, all 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 the things above, it's just I specifically resonate with those shows that I want to watch from beginning to end, you know. Right. So when it was when I was younger, um, it was Adventure Time, right when it came out, like, and I was like, oh, that's cool, that's a really cool story. And then eventually, regular show, eventually Steven Universe, and then I met, uh more and more shows from that point on like gravity falls oh gravity falls and i then i saw the owl house very recently and i'm like oh the owl house is so good oh it is Uh, good oh it's extremely good i I, have not watched an episode of it yet oh i definitely recommend you watch it it's it's Uh, i'll I'll put it on my list yeah that and amphibia amphibia just recently as well because um they're still releasing episodes as well as the owl house um and they're about to do their uh, season three premiere, or or at least I think they're about to. Maybe they've already done it. Um, yeah. I'm not caught up yet, so I'm gonna, I guess, update for later. But it's just those stories that like they really want to push their storytelling, um, and they have a fun way of doing it. You know, because all the, like you you know all of those shows, Gravity Falls, Steven Universe, oh, yeah. time, they're yeah. all vastly different. Like, oh, yeah. in terms of like what makes them interesting in terms of their characters their world building like the animation style itself like it's all awesome and the fact that looking into the behind the scenes element of it right um a lot of the times the people that worked on those shows probably worked together and like it's a community it's all based off of a bunch of people that want to tell really good stories and they can all be really cool people that know each other too rebecca sugar who made cb universe worked on adventure time first that's how yeah. that started um alex hirsch who made gravity falls works on owl house now he is the voice of king and a few other um characters there but he like he's also like a really strong piece when it comes to owl house and i can't wait to see what people like uh dana terrace on owl house like who made it like do in the future beyond owl house too like it just makes me so not just for the story of these shows that I'm watching, but the people behind it too. And I, and it gets me so like, it gets me so involved with that community and it makes me feel like included and so special. There's so many emotions behind it and I love it. Right. And one thing I appreciated about like Gravity Falls and Steven Universe is that it never talked down to the audience. Yeah. It was never like a, um, this is something that you just are like, like are not ready to understand sort of thing. And because it, just never, it was never like afraid to explain it to you. 
Yeah, because when it needed to be, those shows got dark. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, they were, like, they were very much aware. It's like, yes, this is a, uh, a children's television network. But it's like, they can take stories like these. It's not going to necessarily, like, what a lot of overprotective parents would say, scar them. <laughs> It's like, this is, these are story elements. And like, if they have questions then they can go directly to you. And if you like, as a parent, get, get, get a little like iffy on that, then it's like, that's in your power to let them watch it or not. But I, I'm just like, please let them watch stories like this because it just, it brings questions. And that's the whole point of art is that it brings questions to the table because you're just like, you're thinking about it. You're getting a message and you're now responding, you know? Like, I think that's awesome. And the fact that a lot of kids um, are getting into the art of animation at such a that's younger great. age now, instead of be- hearing about it later on, I'm like, that gets me so excited. Because yeah. I have, um, I have like little cousins that like are actually so interested in the work that goes into it. Aww. And like, I, I can only touch on it like a little bit uh, for them because I've I'm not in that position to where I can like write a show or, I, or I'm working directly in this industry quite yet. But like, I love talking to them about it because some of them are just so passionate about talking about it just in general. And I'm like, that makes me so happy that I'm seeing this turning point because when I was younger, I thought I was the weirdo, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I think we all did. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's a lot that goes into it there's a lot that makes me love animation and there's a lot that is the message of animation to me at least like my job like like because uh, i guess um i don't know the direct quote uh unfortunately but i but it was a quote from stan lee where he talked about how his friends went into be a doctor or they went into oh. some kind of like some kind of like essential work like I work in an office, I work uh, politics, I work as a doctor. Um, and he was just like, I felt so like, I felt like the funny guy for being uh, the one person working in entertainment. And that's when he realized entertainment was one of the most important things in the working world because we have the ability to tell stories and we have the ability to make people's day a little brighter, um, make them feel a little happier and like to keep going about their day. And that is one of the most powerful things. Um, yeah, um, if you're interested, uh, Chaos, I found the quote. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, I'm gonna read it verbatim right now. I used to be embarrassed because I was just a comic book writer while the other people were building bridges or going to medical careers. Then I began to realize entertainment is one of the most important things in people's lives. Without it, they might go off the deep end. I feel like if you're able to entertain people, you're doing a good thing. I still love that quote. Like I always hear it, and like I, it's not. It's the most true thing when it comes to our work. Like entertainment, like is such a, it, it's such an important thing for us, and a lot of people think it's not that important. And it's not to toot our own horn or anything saying like we're important it's like it makes us feel a lot better about the work that we put out there right like um 
for me, if I can make someone stay a bit brighter with one of my articles or help them learn something, I did my job. Exactly. Like if in my animations, because like this is like a whole other like side of the coin, right? Mm -hmm. Where like I'm a trans animator. I hope to make my community and um, my platform like a place where people can feel safe for those who may be like still in the closet for those who are out but not feeling very well accepted like there are people like you out there and i want like you to feel safe with that like people who watch my content may learn something about animation but they also may learn a little bit about me to where they don't feel alone anymore and that's one of the most important things is that i want to tell people is that you aren't alone it's very important because some people just need to hear that yeah and but yeah i i find it great that you're doing that honestly and uh, th yeah thank you honestly <laughs> you know, like it, it it's like I, I don't get to i guess i just don't get, don't get to talk about it as much um so like just recently it made me think about it which is why i've been posting a lot more um trans aware um posts about myself and i learned recently because i put a poll on instagram uh where i said how many people knew that i was trans already um and how many people didn't know that a third like a full third of my community did not know i was trans despite it being in my bio despite me talking about it in the past a lot of people were new um and they just had no idea and some people like um had been following me for months they said in the comments and they just never knew but so i i did read some comments and yes i do read the comments like if you're listening um some of those comments said it's like i had no idea i've been following you for months but now that i know this it makes me feel so much better um because i am also trans i am also like oh. or they say like oh i'm i'm non-binary and i and you do make me feel safe when you say that. And I'm just like, that is exactly um, what my goal was uh, when, it when it comes to saying that sort of thing. I want to make sure that whoever watches what I do and whoever is following up with um, the work that I make, like I want them to know that it's like, it's work that um, I'm very proud of and is definitely possible for anyone to do. <laughs> even from like the, the weirdest corners of the internet or maybe how outcasted you may feel, you're not alone. And I, if I'm able to start animating something from my bedroom and make it work, then anyone can really. Yeah, and hearing you talk about that, like how you're making a welcoming community, which that's also the goal of all ages of geek. Because you've read the about section. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but honestly, hearing that, it, it warms my heart. And I'm not saying how many times, but I have been on the verge of tears during this interview. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. It, it's good tears. It's joyful tears. Like, yes. I'm just... I'm just but like, hey, when, it, when, it comes to, when it comes to what I said um, near the beginning of it, when you're passionate about something it resonates yeah like it shines through that 
you love to work on something and you can see the reason behind it without them needing to say it. All right. Now, on the subject of tears and animation, <laughs> is there an animated scene that no matter how many times you watch it, it makes you cry? Not, not any that I can name in particular. Um, yeah. not, not that I can like reach in the, like I would have to reach in the back of my mind to remember anything. But when it comes to animation, when it comes to film, it's always that moment of like in, in legit, like in the legitimate sense of like, I just talked about like how I don't want people to feel alone. It, it is those moments in film and television and animation where a character might feel alone and it depends on their circumstances it could always get me to a point where i relate to it a little too hard you know and right. i'm just, and i'm just like like it, it it like not to say that like if anyone said it's like oh i feel so alone inside of a story like it'll get me it just right. depends on how you built that character it depends on how you built that story and like you know like, it's just the, it's not only the fact that they are, like, actually vocalizing that they feel alone, but there's also a sense of, like, you know a lot about them to where you can, to where you know the desperation um, of that feeling. And it, and it feels very, it feels way too close to home, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me, I've, uh, I've, I felt that too. Uh, I'm not naming names, that, but the season finale of Gravity Falls, the series finale of Gravity oh, yeah. Falls, makes me cry every single time. <laughs> it's it's so much like because like uh, I I guess I guess it's spoilers. Um, uh, um yeah, spoilers like for spoilers as of twenty what fourteen? When did it end? Uh, I, I'm I gonna look it up for uh, and yeah 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 yeah. I was like it's been it's been a while, so like if you haven't watched it, like yeah go for it watch it like it's it's really good um but like they're like there's an ending scene where they get on the bus and they have oh, to say goodbye um, and I'm like 2016 2016 uh, is when it ended wow okay yeah 2014 is probably just when we were watching it that's why i thought of that year but um when they are because like gravity falls like their whole point of the show is like to say it's like hey like this is a weird area Everyone it's a good in, area and, it, and, and it's like it's a really good area of town but like everyone's weird and that's our gimmick is the fact that we're weird and like it's not a bad thing it's the fact that it's like we're all in one place and these two and these two kids who are our protagonists who are necessarily weird themselves like they feel most at home with that and when they have to get on the bus to leave to go back to where they like actually live you know it's like it's like oh well i am leaving knowing that I'm not alone. I'm not leaving too much with the sadness of like, oh, I have to leave this wonderful place. I'm leaving knowing that it's still here when I come back. Yeah. And that's like, and that's like one of the most wholesome and like <laughs> bittersweet it, moments. It is. Uh, in the, in the series. And I'm like, oh, but, damn it. <laughs> sorry if I can, if I can't say that, but you know, like, that's I, nice. I'm pretty sure you can say that if, if she can't say it, editors, please bleep that out. Uh, yeah, yeah, just just add a little duck sound effect, like duck sound effect. Something. Yes, yeah. classic. Uh, Specifically, add um, Gunter, um, the penguin from Adventure Time, sound effect <laughs> right over yes. my voice. Yeah, Make it yeah. sound like I did that. Make me sound like Tom Kenny. I would appreciate that so much. Yeah. 
But for me, with the Gravity Falls season finale, that's not the scene that gets me. It almost gets me. Don't get me wrong. Because of the nice see you next summer. Uh, Yeah. No. Uh, Yeah. But the part that gets me is with Grunkle Stan, I guess I was good for something after all. Oh, yeah. Like, because that also invokes the, like, that direct emotion, right? You're just like, I felt like it was all for nothing up until the point where you realize, like, no, everything that you were doing, like, it was definitely worth it. Like it, like you, you were such an important piece of the story and you have no idea, you know, like it, it, like it's, it makes me feel so sad because like they, they didn't feel like that at all. They were just like, like throughout the entire story, it's just like, eh, like, and like, you can, you can tell like, that's probably what made his character a lot more brash um, throughout the show because he was just like, eh, you guys are going on adventures. It's not really my forte. Um, In hindsight, it's sad because it used to be his forte. Yeah, like, like, and, and like you know, like his whole like um, his whole struggle throughout the show, and like it re- it's revealed later on, like what he's trying to do. Um, when he finally gets that, he gets like looked down on for it. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, oh, so like my relevance to the story is really little, and that's how he sees it. And then like he doesn't realize like how big of a piece he was to both uh dipper and mabel the protagonists uh and his brother um he didn't realize like how much of a um emotional factor that he was and when he was um when he was able to do good he was able to do it in the most extreme sense um but then he just like he started to appreciate those moments um like in between as well and then he started to realize the entire picture and it's like oh god now you're making me emotional, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but now since we're talking about emotional old men, uh, <laughs> that gets me thinking about going back to what you said about Adventure Time. That might that makes me think about Simon Petrikov. Yeah, and like, his story is so sad because he's not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. It's just like he like because it was obviously like um there's like one thing when it's um like a bunch of decisions you make on your own and stuff that's out of your control and for him it was a lot of stuff that was out of his control that he couldn't really handle and it makes it very sad um because you you know that he would do so many like so many things um like differently um if you were to do it again but um the thing is like uh the show Adventure Time does deal with a tiny bit of time travel and he doesn't change things like because it's just like the people that I know now and the people that um, I love are so important to me uh, and like that was like a moment in the show I'm just like uh, yeah you know because like in those moments where you're just like would I change the past a lot of people would say yes but no at the same time because like despite everything that was bad you don't want to change it because of the good that you have as well right now, you know? Like, you look past those bad moments because of the people that you have in your life right now. That's yeah. what made it all worth it, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I know. So, what you uh, mean. It, it, oh, 
always gets me. Sorry, like different story tropes like that. I'm like, I, I, it always, yeah, it always touches my heart a little bit. I was like, God, that's, that's good. And uh, did you ever that's watch uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender? Oh, of course. I, I don't even have to mention it, but I, I just only have, I only have to say a few words, and we all know it. Leaves from the vine. Oh yeah, <laughs> leaves from the vine. It always gets you. Yeah, because Iroh is just such a good mentor character. It's ironic, his placement, you know, like, because he's specifically on the quote-unquote antagonist side of this whole thing, even though we're supposed to view uh, the four elements as, like, four equal nations, you know? Like, the Fire Nation takes on, like, the the antagonist role in the show. And he's, like, Iroh is viewed as a very, like, um, scary uh, general uh, towards uh, like I, I forget the names of everyone because it's been um, I believe um, he was called the dragon of the west okay but basically um, like he took on that like very uh, scary role but like throughout the throughout the show it's just like he doesn't seem that scary like because he wasn't necessarily a bad guy he was smart like but like he was also emotional to the point where it's like he had very good logic and reason and granted he didn't agree with a lot of the like a lot of the tactics that the fire nation was doing because like a lot of it was out of hate um and that's like ultimately what didn't make him lead the fire nation you know so Like and like you just learn more about his character, you learn more about his past, you learn about his family. And I'm just like, oh, like the more and more they unravel Arrow, it makes me feel so happy that a character like that exists in the story where yeah. it's just the the voice of reason for the antagonist. So yeah. like you can like kind of it, it's almost like the spy on the inside sort of thing that you just weren't expecting. Yeah, <laughs> like kind of, but like, it's, um... it's very nice. Also, you, you can't forget that he was one of the founding members of the White Lotus, a secret society that was meant to unite the nations. Yeah, that's like, yeah, you, you unlocked that memory for me. I'm like, I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, because the two yeah, I can just really remember. Cool yeah, Iroh was cool because he was actually friends with King Boomy. He was just insane. Mm-hmm. We love Boomy. <laughs> Oh, I love King Boomy. He's fun. <laughs> he is. He is fun. He he shows that you can be young at heart. <laughs> but um, uh, we've been talking for a while. I suppose yeah, we, we, we we could talk about shows for hours. Honestly, like it's just... yeah, we could. But I don't want to be like, hey guys, here's a five hour episode of just me talking to an animator. <laughs> yeah, about animations. <laughs> right. So to wrap up this uh, interview a bit um got any last words to say to the listeners any words of wisdom advice etc like i guess i always say this too right because i guess we haven't really talked about it um either but because a lot a lot of times it's just like do you have any advice do you have any wisdom that um you can deliver on to people that are watching that like love doing what you that love to do what you do and they want to get into it themselves. Um, and my advice would be to not follow my advice. <laughs> like, because <laughs> it's such an, it's such a weird thing to say because 
I guess in terms of my um, creative ability and like this, the reason why I want to be an animator, the reason I want to do what I do and the, and the way I did it, the way I went about um, growing on a platform is very specific and fine tuned to me, right? And um, like you can have the same passions and same, um, the same passions, the same intentions, like the right amount of love, like when it comes to your work, um, but it's also just like the time, the place, it's not gonna turn out exactly how it did for me. Um, and like, it could be better, it could be worse. Like, I don't know. Like, and I'm not going to say like the way that I did it was the perfect way to do it either. So the best way you go about um, pursuing a dream of yours is to do it the way that you would. And it's the, it's the weirdest thing to say. And like, I, it, it's like, it's very awkward to like, say it's like, don't follow my advice, despite this being exactly advice, you know, but it's like, just don't go about it the same way I did go about it the way that you would want to, because it's your story and you have to write it. Right. Um, because like, I, like you go, you go, you go about the story to tell the story that you want to tell and you make, you make yourself a community. You make, uh, that audience that, um, loves to see what you do and you make them feel safe and you make them feel not alone because like to be there and to be, um, there for someone is one of the most powerful things that you can do. Um, in the world of the creative field, like we, like we try our best to make sure that we feel like we are together, you know? Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the biggest like piece of wisdom I can ever say is just like, just go about it in your own way. Like you, you can model anything off of anyone, but the way that you ultimately do your job will be the most to you, you know? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. All right. So thank you for being a guest. Of course. All right. And uh, this is Will. To anyone listening, have a good day. Have a good day. <laughs> hey, what's up, geeks? It is Matt coming to you once again to let you know that without your support on Patreon and in the comments, we really can't do any of this. We are an entirely community-supported operation. And, uh, well, you're our community. So, you stay weird, you stay wonderful, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>